Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Mandy and Rock are back. They have checked off some of their fuck it list, but not before realizing they might have to take a step back and figure out how to balance lifestyle and their relationship. A hot MFM experience with a new single guy gets them back on track. And we're back at the sex apartment. Back again. Rock and Mandy. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Hi. So we left off after your first full swap. Yes. A oh. couple weeks after that, we invite you guys to a pre-party mm-hmm. for your return to the club. How was that compared to going in on your own? So much easier. It was definitely nerve wracking for me to like come even to the pre-party. Cause I saw that. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like some other couples will be here. And- in our sex apartment. Te- technically you hadn't even met us yet. You you were confident enough to come hang out at this place. Well, just on- okay. yeah, I'm just confident online. enough. I definitely, exactly. when I heard sex apartment, I'm like, oh, we have to go to that. <laughs> I don't know what it entails or what's going to happen, but I definitely. The questions you guys ask. Like, so now wait, what actually happens here? <laughs> Really, we're just going to dinner and hanging out. There is nothing's happening. It's, I'm like, babe, they said just dinner. We're good. We can do this. It's in the title, but it doesn't happen that much. <laughs> but it does. It definitely says sex apartment. So that was definitely exciting and nervous at the same time, just because we don't really know what we're getting into, but it'll be fun. We came here and then so many beautiful women that night. My the couple that married you guys, Echo and Falcon. Oh, Echo and Falcon. They were here. We also brought a couple with us because I was like, "Oh, well, we're already going with somebody. Do you mind if we bring a couple?" The poly couple. The poly okay. couple. Poly yep. couple. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Who we desperately want to have on because I love that story too. Aww. So one day. Yes. Had you met them before? Yes. We met at the house, right? Yeah. Because we then met we all the went house. downtown. But did we meet them before that? Oh, that was the first time. Okay. And yeah. then you guys came here and met Echo and Falcon, and there were one or two other couples here that night. Yes. Yeah, there was two others. So we had a decent 12-person pre-party, which typically we try to keep it between 8 and 12. It's grown to up to 20 at points recently, which has been out of control, but yeah. still fun. Just really tough for everybody to focus. I, I think I think this sweet spot is between 8 and 12. I mean, you can only yeah. pick like one couple to really talk to, mm-hmm. right. to like get to know. Yeah. So usually whoever sits closest to you at the table, you talk to the one to the to the left of you and maybe to the right. And that's mm-hmm. it. We want to think about trying to shuffle where people are sitting across from each other or even just a full mix. Where, yeah, that's a great idea. then I know on right. your first night, that might have been tougher for you. But I also think if I'm thrown into that situation, just, I could do yeah, well also. Yeah. It was nice sitting by him because this is my comfort. This is who I know. Right. I'm a rock. But I'm, <laughs> exactly. But if I'm put in a situation where I'm separated from him, I think we would do okay too. You kind of have to. Right. You just hold just your own. Yeah. 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 I've been there. Yeah. After the pre-party, we all head to the club. You guys wasted no time that night. None. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to a room with windows. With windows, which now... Which was the only one open 
We didn't have a choice. <laughs> Which is surprising that early at the night, because I'm a question if it was. You might you should have looked harder, but we'll let it be that early in the night. Oh, and that would have been that would have been our first time doing something like that in front of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're like the windows and we couldn't like secure a door. You guys picked the room with a window. Yes. Four weeks after you just had an issue with the walls didn't go all the way up and I can hear people talking. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, come watch us. <laughs> The expectation to perform now with that other person is really high. You know, I'm going into it like, yes, I got to do this. (laughs) Well, see, for me at that point, then it's, well, too bad, because now you've made this even worse for you, and now I'm not. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you push that expectation higher, it's, no. Um, But it helps that we really, like, vibed well with the other couple. Mm -hmm. Like, chatting was just really cool, and we had some common interests, and it just went really smoothly. So then when we got there, we basically, like, swapped Mm -hmm. couples. We met at the house at our house we did some play there first in the bedroom so then that would have been like our second time together with them when we all right so you had a warm-up all right yeah Yeah, well i will say from our end we appreciate you picking the room with the windows because it was good to watch (laughs) (laughs) so now you are experiencing a room again walls don't go to the ceiling no and there's a fucking window, and I can it tell was you more hot. than one window. Yeah. It was hot in that room. Yeah, there's a huge there's no like floor to ceiling yes. window. Where- and, and I can tell you right now that I know at least eight people that were standing in front of that window watching because oh. I we were two of them. Oh, I saw the, I saw the shadows. <laughs> it's like a what is it like a tinted window on Something. our side? The one it window you one can't is. see. You can see that there's someone there. You just can't actually see out, but they can see in. It really helps. And they have that little chair in there. The tantra yes, chair. The, mm-hmm. yeah. the yoga-esque. The you guys know. Yeah. You mm-hmm. No, did I've we ever. <laughs> yes, you were. The audience didn't bother you this time. No, it didn't. It really helps that when you vibe with another couple and you guys are like truly turned on by each other and you're just wanting to get into this room with them to have fun. Everything else seems to melt out. Mm -hmm. That happened that night. Everything just kind of melted out. I could see the shadows and the people. It didn't affect me as much as the very first time. Still, there was something there. Definitely like, oh my God, I can see a lot of shadows of people out there. I can't really figure out who they are, but there's definitely people out there and they're definitely watching. <laughs> For me, that turns me on Okay, to know that people are out there watching. Well, good. Cause I, I was, <laughs> it's just, it's so hot to me. He wants you to know he was watching. Yeah, just in case you weren't aware. Were, were you watching? <laughs> no, sure. But okay. Yeah. It was just that I think. So let's dig into some of your other favorite moments that you guys have had like since, since you started. Yes. Cuz you've had a very good 4 months since then. Yeah, we're going pretty we've, solid. Yeah, we've come a long way. <laughs> we took a little break to kind of reorganize everything and it's been great. That was like the best idea yeah, that we, we took. Yeah. We just that took break. a few weeks off just to kind of recenter and figure out what both of us want. What caused what, that? Emotions. Mm-hmm. Just there's a lot of emotions that come with this and mm, there was an event though. But yeah, an event triggered by emotions yeah we were just getting like we were too in and we didn't realize that we were so consumed by chatting with couples chatting with single people that we weren't focusing on each other we were losing some intimacy at home we were losing it we just decided let's just take a step back let's tell everybody hey we need to chill out you know that really gave us a time to go back to what we knew best which was just her and i we figured out like what we wanted moving forward we weren't going to be chatting as much with people or with as many people yeah he took a whole step back i took about a half a step back yeah i took a big step i back. was i wanted to keep going 
mm-hmm. wasn't really sure. Like, oh, is this for us? Like, should we keep doing this? But interesting switch there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, no, I kind of still, I like this. So I let him have the time that he needed to kind of regroup and just figure things out. We worked through that. And I think one day I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> she definitely was like, I, I want to go back time. to the club. And he's like, uh... Oh, okay. I want to go. Like, I want to go. So I went to Cockfest okay. at mm-hmm. our local club by myself. I was supposed to meet two different single women there, and they canceled. So then I'd reach out to you guys. Yes, like, oh, yeah. hey, going, can I, like, hang out with you guys? You know? And I will say we appreciated that message. That yeah. The fact that we had built that trust level with you guys that, yeah, yeah sure, we can hang out. Yeah, Although we did hang. say, hey, get, let me know what level of yeah, I saw that. watching yeah, we're supposed to be here. And I understood immediately what mm-hmm. you were yeah. doing there. And I was like, okay, Manny, you have to respond yeah. accordingly because, you know, he needs to know <laughs> what his role is here. Because yeah. <laughs> right. I was going by myself. I'd never gone by mm-hmm. myself without him. And so I wanted someone, like people that I could trust that mm-hmm. I didn't need you to actually babysit me, but just be there. Mm-hmm. Like yep. in case anything happened. So right. reach out to you guys and you're like, yeah, hang out with us. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. So it made him feel comfortable. It made me feel comfortable. So she wanted to go, but I couldn't attend that evening. And I was like, just go. It'll be fun. And that's when I thought of you guys. I was like, oh. you know what? If I was they're like, oh, going, yeah, they're on the list. Like, they're going. Like, yeah, I'm like, just- let's just message them. Like, what are they going to say? Like, you guys are crazy. No, we would never do that. Like, I'm like no, like, yeah, they're going to be the couple to nurture you yeah. that evening. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. A little cock fest. I didn't end up giving my ticket out to anyone because all the guys. Neither did I. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I gave my ticket to another girl to give. Oh. And she, could, she didn't even give and it away. And she couldn't even yeah. give it away. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting me, group. Then you yeah. told me there was a guy at a bar that came up to you. He was at the bar and he says, what's a guy got to do to get a ticket around here? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, no, you're I'm like, going to give you a ticket. You're like, that's, <laughs> that's not <cool>. it. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so bad. But yeah, all the guys I did want to give a ticket to either already had one or were like members already. So yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, okay. So I went home and I'm like, hey, you sold my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but I did meet someone, a single man. And that's what kind of got us back into it is for the single man. Because yeah. I really liked him. He reminded me a lot of rock here. They're like identical. And so <laughs> I was like, yes. Want that him. was actually <laughs> our first experience back was mm-hmm. inviting that guy over. Yeah. So uh, the single male. Okay. Which we had not done that before. Mm-hmm. I convinced him to do it. Yeah, so we did the group. I was like, I really want to do this. Okay. Text. And we did the group text and he came over and that was like my first threesome with two men. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like two s- sexy men. Just, oof. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do tell. <laughs> It was just very hot. There's not a lot of super muscly guys at the club that we go to, which is fine. But right now I kind of like the muscly guys sometimes. And this other one was super muscly. It reminded me of him. It's like twins kind of sort of thing. (laughs) And yeah, just to be able to get both of them at the same time, I just felt super hot, super attractive. And then what really like did it for me is that they hit it off. Him and this guy, they have so much in common. It's crazy. And they could just talk. I love that because it just makes me feel more comfortable mm-hmm. knowing that he's good. He knows he's 
this guy's a good guy. So you want some of the juicy details? I mean, <laughs> he always yeah. did. Yeah. So um, no, please. Anything. It started oh, no. off with them going upstairs at our house, and I was totally cool with that. I felt like he's newer in the lifestyle. He had done some stuff. He mm-hmm. had said that he did not do one of these before either. Right. But he wanted to get into the club and he knew that was going to probably come up. He was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I said, why don't you guys go up? You know, I'll make myself a drink and I'll mosey on up. They went up there, gave him a good 10 minutes. She's up there giving him head on the bed, you know, and I have a, like S lounges that you could lay on. Mm-hmm. And so I just sat there and watched for a while and just let them do their thing, you know, because I didn't want to pressure him too much. Right. Just kind of let them do their thing for a while. It was pretty fun. It was humbling, actually, to watch, to know that, like, I was watching that happen, her with another guy, and I was fine. I was totally cool with it. You know, I wasn't upset that I wasn't involved or, oh, I, I feel like I have to do something or be involved. Like, sometimes you feel like, initially, when you're with doing couples and group stuff, like, like oh, what, what am I doing? I'm just standing here. I'm not doing anything. But I went over to the bed, and that's when she realized, like, I was even there. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you were here. Now, is that true? Had you noticed that he was in the room yet or no? I think I did notice when he came up and sat down. Uh, Okay. But this other gentleman, he took my attention a lot. Okay. There's a lot of him to take my and attention. And our room is like, we have the colored lights. It's real like the black lights, dim, red lights. Okay. Kind of, the so it, there's a lot of dark spots. I was in that dark spot. <laughs> Lurking in the corner. I like yeah, it. I was in the corner watching, nice and quiet. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun, though. I really enjoyed watching. We kind of just all went at it on the bed. I don't remember the specifics of, like, what cock was in my mouth at what time, but yeah. I do know I sucked them both, fucked them both. We did the and... spit roasting mm-hmm. both ways. It was hot. Mandy got in the swing a couple times because we, <laughs> we have a sex swing hanging right at the very edge of the bed, so there's a lot of play options with it. The guy was great. He's just a really good guy. We still talk to him, so yep. I've done a play date with him separately. Okay. It's really hot. Coming home from that? Well, we were Just like it was? Yes. Well, it was during the day. Oh, yeah. I was working. You were at work. It wasn't the same. And I was off that day. So so I'm getting like pictures. I was going to ask. Yeah. Are there pictures? Yeah. Well, she asked, you know, I was like, you know what? Send me some pictures. You know, ask him to take something. Definitely. Like, involve me. Yeah. He sent Um, a picture and a video. The other ones I had not been involved with. It was just like, she Mm -hmm. comes home. Yeah. With this one, I wanted a little bit more. So, yeah. how was that receiving things while you're at work? That was interesting. You it's, were, hard, it's hard you to work. You responded to me, but <laughs> you thought work. you responded. You sent that to someone else, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I sent a response <laughs> oh no. to my trainer because I ride horses, my horse trainer. But it was like kind of cryptic. But you know how you have the iPhone, you can unsend it. Uh-huh. I, it was the first time I've ever unsent anything. Oh, so you got the, okay. Well, that's good that you got the unsend <laughs> out. I though. was that like, was... oh dear God, no, not my horse trainer. She might not even know what I'm talking about because I said it like cryptic because she sent me a video of her. He sent that he took the video of her sucking him off and stuff. And I said something real sexy like and then I realized they sent it to the wrong person. (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Yeah. So I unsent it and then she never said anything to me about it. So I was like, okay, okay, we're good. Maybe it didn't go through. No, I think it, it. Apple did a good job. That was probably the best 
investment for switching over to iPhone. Is that, one <laughs> single, that one single moment that I was able to uh, unsend, unsend, unsend. buffer out of my life. Yeah, that was great. But otherwise, it was actually pretty hot. It does help, like I said, if you're comfortable with the person. I really like that communication beforehand <laughs> that we have all together as a group text because then you're like sending your girl that you love and spend the rest of your life with off with this other man. I want to make sure that I feel good about it right. and not yeah. sleazy or... You know, I just don't want to send her out to anybody. Right. I want to make sure she's safe. And definitely this was that person. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. We have run into you guys at a couple other events that are more on the fetish side. Yes. And we've been talking for a while now and you haven't even brought that up slightly yet. So we, we talk about it. We definitely <laughs> talk. Well, it's like there, but we need other couples to get us there because mm-hmm. we're not fully there. We were just talking about this with another girl that we met at the club, a single girl, and she's really into it. You know what I've learned about the fetish side is it's very psychological. I want it to be psychological, but and sexual. Mm-hmm. And so the group, the kink group that's really into it, they're very psychological. So less sexual. And sometimes they don't even get sexual. We're trying to figure out what that all means. So we have some cool stuff. We bought this cool flogger that a guy handmade from the club for like 200 bucks. And we love this thing. And, you know, we have like bed restraints. And an electric wand. Oh, yeah. The electric wand. And we're kind of just dabbling in it, but we never know like when to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to find other people that are more experienced to get excited about it. And then like that helps us like, oh yeah, why don't you show us what you guys do? Because we don't really know. We buy this stuff, but we don't know how to be sexy with it. So we're really trying to learn. So you're exploring. Yeah, we're definitely exploring. We do have a friend of ours. She gets sessions by a guy. They don't have sex. She's learning about pain and what her pain level is and like what feels good to her and what she wants. And that's like a session she does with dungeon master kind of guy. (laughs) I like the sexual aspect of it. So I have Mm -hmm. to somehow incorporate that. Yeah, we got the wand. Was it Love and Bondage? When at, at the, the club, club, the woman was doing the electric wand. The dominatrix. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do this. Mandy stripped down immediately. <laughs> Completely yeah, naked. Right up on that table. She's like, do you want to no try hesitation. it? No hesitation. Just she do said, it. And she do said it. yes, her clothes dropped down. And I was like, wow, she wants this. And that was the night that we had brought our couple friend with us, too. So they were able to like watch part of it. The couple that you guys seen in the okay. room. Yeah, the that same couple. Mm-hmm. Just laying on the table in front of like all these people. Like for me, I can block out all of those people. Like in that moment, it's just me and her and whatever's happening between us. So mm-hmm. and I never experienced it in electric. Wait a minute, blonde, I, w- I was there but- too. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting you were, but <laughs> baby, don't worry. I'm were, getting there. It was there too. So it was just her and I at first. And so he was watching and she was like doing it all over me. There's different attachments for this thing. And then there was a little like cup part that you can do on like the clit. And so she was doing that. And then she looked at him like, hey, do you want to do this? Yes. And- <laughs> yeah. Now it's getting sexual. Yes, Let's go. Please. Yes. And so then she handed it to him, showed him how to do it. And he was doing it. And then I asked her to choke me while she was doing it. It was all just extremely hot. Yes, I want this all, please. So she was choking me. He was rubbing this electric wand on my clit until I came in front of all of these people. Very loudly. (laughs) Excitably. Yes. It was hot. It was. It's hot. I can separate it. I loved it all. And so that inspired us to get our own electric wand. So now we have one. Some of the attachments that she had, though, left little, like, welts on me, like, on my nipples wow. and on my stomach. 
I want to say oh, her wand was much more powerful than the one probably. we were able to buy. Oh, yeah. okay. Even like the welts, it's hot. To yeah. Me. Like it didn't hurt. Like it's not like a bad hurt. It's mm-hmm. like a sexual ow. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. good. It feels good. So. Friends of ours have a St. Andrew's cross, and I got strapped into this thing <laughs> for the first time and flogged. Which I didn't particularly like. Like I, I, I kind of, <laughs> I have a. a That's small, what I've been. I, I feel like I'm not built for it. You know, oh. you see these beautiful ladies, and their asses are just big and robust, and they're strong. You know, they're solid, and they can take them hits. And I just have this tiny little rump, <laughs> and it just doesn't. It just doesn't take it. It doesn't. Yeah, you can't and handle this, it. And this we girl, can. we can this, handle it. This girl Bring had it a, This girl had a horse crop. And she smacked me with that thing, oh. and I mean, it changed my whole day. <laughs> it was like, whoa, what was that? <sighs> I didn't like it so much. The flogger, red, red, so red, red, yeah, like, <laughs> red. I'm at red. <laughs> my pain tolerance is not as good as her. No, I know, especially the booty pain. The booty pain's like, man, I don't know how you girls do it. I, I really, just... I give you a lot of respect. She's built for it. Please have <laughs> at it. Me, no. There's something about it, you know. It just, it feels good, but. It, it hurts, but it I feels thought, good. I thought Manny hit me with the horse crop, and I was like, oh, I'm going to kick you. And I looked back, and it was the other girl. I was like, God oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so no fun. horse crop for us. So no that's okay. horse cop. Or that, too. And there's that. Horse cock. Oh, my God. That's a whole other podcast. Jeez. <laughs> they sell those, but. Let's not. <laughs> Let's jump into some of your other favorite moments. From listening to the podcast, we have like a fuck it list. Oh, you know, nice. yeah. All right. So we actually crossed a couple of them off this week. This week, what? Ooh, what do we cross off? <laughs> we cross off, babe. We crossed off a pregnant woman on oh. our fuck it list. Nice for nice. both of us. That was super hot. I didn't think it was going to be as hot as it was. It was uh, definitely over the top. Yes, it was incredible. I didn't really know it was something I would want to do until like he was talking about it, whatever you say. And then they're both like beautiful people. She's beautiful. And the whole experience was amazing. That was definitely one we (laughs) crossed off. (laughs) And uh, would do it again. Yes. In case they're listening, because they've been on here before. Okay. I had a question. I had a feeling. I was wondering. Yeah. 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 We love them too, by the way. Yes. They're they're super sweet, both Mm -hmm. of them. Yes. I mean, just wow. And she's a super cute pregnant woman, by the way. I mean, like, when I was pregnant, I was, but like, she's super cute. No, like, I just puffed up everywhere. Like, I was just like a big, she's all belly. But like, yeah. yeah. All belly. Little little basketball. She's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Super pretty. Goals. Yeah. Hopefully one day. (laughs) We did get another single female in this week. Okay. Less crazy than the last one. (laughs) They're hard to find. Uh They honestly are hard to find. She's not crazy at all. I mean, so far. Yeah, no, she's really cool. (laughs) So far. The first one was way too much. Yeah. So that kind of threw us off. And you guys had talked about it recently, too, that they are hard to find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this one that we found, she seems to be fine so far. And the whole experience was great. Never, She was never with a woman or a couple before. Really? So she scratched two things off her phone list. Where did you guys find this? The club. The club. Okay. The club. Yeah. Yep messaged her maybe she messaged us i don't remember but yeah we just hit it off in texting and we did a group chat and then it went quick yeah she's only <clears> been there <throat> once or twice maybe mm-hmm. i was her first woman <laughs> wow i know mandy has a list of first women oh nice 
Yeah. Like you're so, just popping cherries left and right. Yeah, she is for sure. And she's good at it. She always gets nervous, but now it's like she's in that role. She knows what to do. She's I feel like, like in oh, that situation, your first time. Don't worry about it. I got I've that. Got but this you know what? Control. You said that the woman who was with you first, first. you were super appreciative of because yeah. she was able to help you kind of in that yeah. role. That makes all of the difference because if you don't have a woman who's willing to just kind of be there with you and figure it out with you first then you're not necessarily willing to be that person for somebody else. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you, yeah, you just true. know what you yeah. really enjoyed having. Yes. So. Yeah. Like I said, the first one, she was amazing. And I want to create that for someone else. I want them to have an amazing first time too. Cause yeah. I am a people pleaser again. Yeah. I don't mind being the first one for some of these women out there. I know it's hot for him. I'm sure. <laughs> of course. And then he's not complaining. It's like a, it's like a social experiment, though. Right. You oh. know, because you're like, I like all the details. And so I know what we've done and I know what we can show that person. The more we do it, they're getting an awesome experience. Yeah. I guarantee it. We're making yeah. sure they're leaving there. Like, that was making amazing. memories. Yeah. Making <laughs> good memories and friendships, too. Like, yeah. trying yeah. to like keep people around. <laughs> yeah. But I will say from listening to the podcast with your technique, Oh. <laughs> i've tried it uh-huh you, no complaints that's you know when you just it's the pressure and the, the pressure tongue and the tongue it's just there yeah mm-hmm. nice. when going down on woman just keep that pressure there with the tongue because when you flick a lot it takes a lot you know mm-hmm. i don't know how these guys do it but <laughs> thank you <laughs> you can admit that because <laughs> that's what i like too yeah is that continuous pressure and like some pushback for mm-hmm. it. So you like to grind on it. That's mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. That's solid, uh, <laughs> that solid of, platform to push off of. Yes. I think of Nessa every time I go down a woman now. <laughs> so happy I can be useful. Yes. Yes. So Me too. Yeah, when's your next podcast on oral? Please? <laughs> <laughs> Need little like seminars and stuff on it. Or right. I didn't even know it was a thing. I literally, we had Leia tell me that it was so fantastic and that she had like repeated it on another female that I was like, I don't, do I have a technique? I don't even know I have a te- Like, I don't even know I'm doing something because I'm literally just doing the thing that I think I would like. Yeah. So cool. I just, I think, okay, I think I would like this. So I'm going to do this. And then turns out it's, it's a thing. It's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. So too bad I'm not bisexual. I give amazing blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> So my question always is, why do you guys swing? I mean, deep down, it's the excitement. You know, it's the rush of meeting new people and having sex with them. (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey, definitely. I know we've grown a lot since doing the lifestyle. I know it's not for everybody, but for the people that are willing to put the work in for the lifestyle and actually grow from it, it definitely, you get a lot out of it. From meeting new people to building the communication between each other is just phenomenal. Yeah, we look forward to keep doing it. Yeah, it takes work, but if you put that work in, the results are amazing. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. It's not just all about me or it's not just all about her, it's about us. It's a balance. Very grateful that we found it. Grateful that we found friends like you guys. <laughs> right. But finding the people that you enjoy most in life, like mm-hmm. the people that you, you like to have fun with, like your type of people, like that's it for me. I like to find people that like I want to be friends with. And so they're just now lifestyle friends. Right. So that's the excitement really for me. For me, I think it just brings us 
a lot closer. I also like having sex <laughs> with people. <laughs> yeah, just and not getting I in mean, trouble for it, and not getting in trouble, <laughs> and knowing like this is okay to do. Because there's just so many people out there. There's so many experiences to be had. Like there's so many different things. It's nice to be able to do it in a safe way mm-hmm. you know if i was just a single woman going out sleeping Ooh. with anyone dangerous super Not dangerous, dangerous scary, but like though. yeah but for here i have like my security i have my home i have my center and then we also get to just go have fun with other people and yep. it's okay i like that and it makes us closer definitely so your first full swap was with a couple that you went out on multiple dates with building that sexual tension, sexual energy, (laughs) which do you feel is more successful? I will say that lately we have been not putting as much energy into the pre part than the sex part. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that too, because it takes a lot less from us. Success though, definitely putting the work in. Sometimes you just know like it's going to be good and then you can go with it. Sometimes you're not sure. And I would say at that moment is where we need to reevaluate. Like if there's a, "Mm, I'm not so sure then maybe we should meet up somewhere for casual Mm -hmm. because we had one recently where it was (laughs) i wasn't really into it Mm. yeah and she luckily took the lead on that one everybody had a good experience i think but definitely sometimes just chatting and with a couple pictures you really can't get a feel for the person or persons really yeah i kind of like being able to at least meet up ahead of time Mm -hmm. i do like that that aspect a lot yeah i don't want to like go on a whole bunch of dates and like put all this stuff into it before because i'm not trying to actually date these date people. people right i just want to have a good time but i understand we are all people so like putting some work in is fine yeah. we keep learning because some couples will like. put out there that you know they don't do anything on the first meetup that mm-hmm. right. you know it's just casual and we're yeah. totally cool with that. That's fine. We've done that. Those ones typically always work out. I think I would like it more than just a random hookup mm-hmm. at like the club. Like just see mm-hmm. someone just randomly hook up. Like the Unless couple, like you the get couple. time to spend with them and talk with them. And I don't need a whole connection, but I need something right. other mm-hmm. than just like face value. You mean the right? couple that we randomly hooked up with at the club and then brought them back to our house? <laughs> Listen. And they, and they were from out of town? Yeah. Hey, yeah. they were out so, of town. You only yeah. had that night. I know. True. That's what I was like. Okay, they're going home like far drive tomorrow. We're good. No. The better experiences are ones that we take the time with. Like, take some time with. Mm-hmm. And totally. just yeah. drinks at the bar, chit-chatting, talking, even basic level before we just Yeah, yeah it's get good it. to get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So, but... I think we're still learning what we like. Sometimes we like quick and fast. Sometimes we like to take it slow. So it just depends really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. I mean, we've had the same experience where we've built connections over time and had that lust that just Mm. builds up over time. Mm -hmm. And then you have a really great experience or you just had the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And that was really great too. So like sometimes it's like you just see them and you're like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you tonight. (laughs) Right now. Let's go. And that's fine too. Yeah. And we've, we've done that. It just depends. So what's left on your fucking list? (laughs) (laughs) Like a group play bigger than four. You know, we want to try it, but I'm super nervous because like I'm real picky. I don't, you know, you say picky, but you want to vibe with the people that are in the room. The New Orleans thing coming up. It's kind of like, well, do we know those people in the room with the hotel takeover or is it just random walk in 
and get to work kind of thing <laughs> where we're all just going at it. And yeah. so I'm not really sure how it's going to work out, but six couples or even six couples. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Six. No, no, no. Like three couples, okay. four couples. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey, baby. like six Oof. to eight. Yeah. Three Large to four. Jump. Sorry. Yeah. Big <laughs> jump. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Three to four couples. How about you? I would say, honestly, some more female play with more than just like one at a time, kind of like he said, because I played with one, but to have more than one, I'm like, maybe that would be fun. I've had a threesome, like I said, with the two guys, and that's good. I don't think I'd want two, too many more than that, but more females. Like, I would like that for sure. Not so many dicks. <laughs> I love cock. Don't get me wrong. Don't get, wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. You only handle so much at a time? No gangbang? Like gangbang. I think yeah. that's the word she was yeah. alluding to. Yeah. Right now, like, I don't, that doesn't, that thought doesn't, like, turn me on. That's not on my fucking list as a gangbang, but gangbang with, like, females, if that's a thing. Like, if we could all, and then, like, a couple guys, and then the guys have to do all the, mm -hmm. yep. (laughs) Like, you guys get, like, eight women, two guys, eight women. Let's do it. Sign me up. You you set it up. We'll be there. (laughs) Just saying. Female only pile. But with some cocks, because I love cock. Yeah, and you got to have some in there. I, yeah, I need that. I need that. But, like, not eight cocks, one girl. Right. But, like, eight girls, one cock. All right. You'll sleep good that night, though. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hot to think about, because you guys get overloaded real quick. So, Which is why I think the more guys can yeah, be a little better. You take it on better. Yeah. Yeah. So, See, yeah, like a puppy pile. She's always worried about... More than two, and I'm like, it's not like all five are going to be there the whole time. That's what I always think. I think like they're all like right there at one and that, moment, you know. And I had thought about this just the other day. I, I hadn't talked to you about it yet, but gangbang versus train. So I'm, I think I would prefer train versus gangbang. So like the Houston 500 porno. Stop it. <laughs> I don't. I've never Which seen is it. considered a gangbang, oh. to be clear. Really? Oh, yes. That's not a train. Well, it's a train also, but the second you have sex with more than three guys at the same time, then it falls into the gangbang category. That's and where I got the idea of the rotating bed, by the way. The Houston <laughs> 500 girl. Yeah, you just like, I the guys are like lined up and then the bed just keeps turning. <laughs> That's kind of hot to me. And then the guy moves away. You know what's really yeah. hard to find a rotating bed? I would imagine. Market? Yeah. <laughs> Like They're the just point. not like on Amazon. No, <laughs> one of those, you got to build your own platform for that. I, I know it's like you got to get the bearings and everything right. right? Like, <laughs> I could see that being a challenge. So I really was curious how difficult it is to find a rotating bed. There are a lot of round beds on Pinterest, and I have discovered that a couple companies make a rotating bed where you can focus where the bed looks at, but nothing in the sense of just the round mattress that spins. Clearly, the mattress manufacturing has not reached the point of how do we make life easier for swingers in a room where we can just spin a bed to, okay, next, next, next. I was thinking that would be kind of a cool thing to have. It wasn't going to be the main bed. If if the sex apartment ever became a two-bedroom kind of thing, maybe one of those in the second bedroom. (laughs) Oh, are we playing in the uh, Wheel of Fortune? (laughs) Who do we get to fuck this time? Spin. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. So for now, we all just have to get our work out and stand up and go to the next one. (laughs) If I have to, fine. I'll go over here. (laughs) 
I really couldn't tell if they found it easier going to the pre-party, even bringing a couple that they had met earlier that night and having somebody that they already had a connection with there. For us, it's usually there's one couple that we already know, plus a handful of new couples. And I assume that welcoming people here to have that first meeting outside of the club in an effort to take the stress off of that first trip to the club is a good thing. But even for them, it seems slightly stressful in that sense. Part of it was they didn't really know what they were getting into. And I think calling it the sex apartment is maybe a little bit daunting yeah. or intimidating yeah. to the person on the receiving end. We know it's just the standard old apartment that we all meet up at and it's just our fun name for it. But we know that it's just really a meeting place and it happens to be very close to restaurants and we can it's all within walking distance and it's kind of a good central point for meeting up. So it works out really well. Not to mention it's a 10 minute drive to the club from here. So it's nice and easy for anybody. Right. If you're going to the club, this is not out of your way. You're not. Right. If I remember correctly, during dinner, they were flirting with their couple that they brought with them probably the, almost the whole time. I hadn't realized that they had played with them a little bit at home first before getting here. And neither did I, but based on how they were interacting over dinner, I felt that they had known each other for a while or that this had been one of many meetups right. with them. So, you know, little did we know that there was a little warm up. I kind of also want to pull the curtain away here a little. Prior to them coming over that night and the whole questions about, well, what happens at the sex apartment? He said, we've already committed to playing with this other couple, Mm -hmm. but we can continue after that. So is it all right if we don't play at the sex apartment? And I was like, well, we typically don't play at the sex apartment before the (laughs) club. So we're good there. And then number two, we don't actually plan what we're doing for the night. So don't worry about that either. If it happens, great. If not, no big deal. But that was early on. They didn't know how things worked at the club. They said, okay, we're going to the club tonight. We're meeting you guys. Let's set up. Here's our time slot to have sex with you. And they got to the club and that's what they did. So then when they got to the club and started playing with this couple, they picked the room that has, for lack of a better term, like two-way mirrors. It's not an actual mirror in the room, but it's definitely tinted more on one side than the other. So those out in the hall can get somewhat of a distorted view. And looking back into the hallway, you can't really see much besides shadows. Would you be more comfortable knowing that people were watching, but not actually being able to see them watching? Or would you rather being able to see the people watching and their reaction? I don't know. That's a tough call. I think either way is fine. I'm not wanting to look at the crowd. I don't mind if people are watching me. I just don't want to look at the crowd. So even if I can see the crowd clearly through a clear window, or through a tinted window, I can still see them one way or another. It's just more about me. I can glance up, see that there's a crowd and then go back to what I'm doing and be okay with that. It's a lot having to do with, I enjoy knowing there's a crowd there and kind of giving a show, but also I have to be in the mood for that. There are times when I don't want everybody to be watching. I just want to have this moment, you know, for myself or for the group group or whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be about putting on a show for somebody else or enjoying them in front of people. And also, if I know there's a crowd and if I'm bothered by the crowd, I turn myself to a way in which I'm not looking at the crowd. So as long as there is a corner of the room or a wall or something that I can face that allows me to not see the crowd, then I'm okay, given that I have that safe space to look for, you know, so I can get focused. The biggest problem I have with the crowd is actually the crowd noise. Mm -hmm. 
that is the most distracting for me. It's more of what I'm hearing. If I'm hearing conversations, I must be a super nosy person because I just want to <laughs> listen to their conversation and I'm listening to what they're saying. And, and that's when I can be pulled out of the sexy part of it. So as long as I'm not able to hear their conversations, like does the tint add another soundproofing? <laughs> no, no, I don't think it does. <laughs> now for me, I definitely would prefer being able to see them because I like to watch what they're watching and like to look back, see how they're watching what you're doing, how they're reacting to what you're doing. And I even love hearing what they're saying about what you're doing. But if you're performing, oh, that's not happening. None of one. the above. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> there will be no window. There will be no open door. <laughs> Preferably if I don't hear anything. Soundproofing. Yes. Closed. I've, I've already gone to the assumption that if we're in a room with a window, I'm sitting back watching you and I'm watching everyone else watch you. It may even be hot for me to go on the other side of the glass and converse be with people part of the as they're watching you and go, hey, did you see that? What do you think of that? Well, and hope that they don't know. Wait, aren't you supposed to be in there? I might do that one day. That is As I come out of the room and pull you aside, sweetie. And they're like, All wait. Done. Wait a minute. We told you. Oh, what did we just say to him? I might have to try that one day. That would be hot. Have to be in a place that nobody knows us because you would know too many yeah, people out there. Probably. <laughs> Then again, does it matter? I don't know. We'll see. One day. Stay tuned. I still remember the pause that we both took when we got that, hey, can I go to Cockfest with you guys? Alone. <laughs> and we were like, oh, well, wait, what are we signing up for here? Yeah, what's our job in I mean, this interaction here? And then as they basically, hey, we just want to know somebody there has their eyes on her and that she's safe and that we were a couple that was trustworthy enough for them to know, hey, we can reach out to these guys. I know they will keep Mandy's best interest at heart, make sure she's safe. We weren't supposed to clear whether or not she's allowed to go to a room. We're not supposed to make her stand next to us. Hey, don't we're keeping track of your drinks. None of that was on us. It was literally just, hey, make sure she's okay. But while we were there, there were instances I felt like I'm keeping an eye over there. Look at this guy she's talking to. I don't want to have something terrible happen on our watch, on our watch yep. at the same time. You know, like even though it wasn't our responsibility, it still felt as though there was some responsibility there for us. And I remember as she was talking to the single guy that she met that night, they were talking for an extended period of time. And at one point, you and I kind of looked at each other. Hey, should we just go check in? Right. And we walked over, kind of, hey, we're going to go for a walk around the back. Just want to make sure you're good. And she said, no, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for checking. All set. And we basically gave her an opportunity to go for a walk with us if she needed an out. Right. And she seemed to appreciate that. And speaking of that single guy, them having him stop by for her first male, female, male threesome. Do you remember our first real MFM threesome where it wasn't just me watching you with the single guy? It was all three of us being actively involved. I do. Yes. That is something I think we need more. It's, oh, it's such a tough one for me. I love sitting back and watching, but that one was really fucking hot. Yes, that MFM was, that one ranks top of my favorite experiences because it was so hot. I don't know if that's possible with every single guy, though. Like, I feel like there are single guys who are very good at that, and then there are probably single guys who aren't. He specifically asked you to start with me. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just here to watch. Not what? <laughs> and then you started with me and went over to him mm -hmm. and he moved you and had you interact with me. Mm -hmm. And then while he was fucking you from behind and you were blowing me, he said, okay, now you fuck him. And then you rode me and blew him. And it, it was just, he basically guided that show. 
Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. I feel like that's something led more by the single guy versus more by the husband, even though I'm sure the husband could run I, that I show. I bet in a lot of times. It would just yeah. be more that I feel like the single guy is going to lead you in a direction where they're more comfortable mm-hmm. to, you know, have that exchange. Honestly, that was one of our hottest exchanges. I was say, if I it's really up to you, would I be more active in those moments? Again, I think it's just a matter of scenario. You know, if we have another single guy who's just really good at bouncing off of the two of us, including everybody, then yes, by all means, be very included because I enjoy you being included. Do I have to have you included? No, I enjoy it both ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just really scenario based for me. If you were to make that the new standard, right. if you were to say, absolutely, I'm going to be involved every single time from here on out, I, I feel like that would lead to some kind of crummy male female male exchanges and i don't want that either (laughs) fair enough daytime play dates sending pictures and videos while he's at work Mm -hmm. those moments can be very hot and distracting while at work Oh, for for the receiver oh, of the yeah. messages? Yes, I yeah, would imagine. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from the receiving side, not the sending side, and how distracting <laughs> and annoying that can be from the sending side. Oh, but. I saw that eye roll. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen, sir, well, I, I have not been the one. We, I know. I'm not, <laughs> I should not be on the receiving end I, of that, that eye roll. That eye roll was just... not for you. <laughs> Wow. Although the baggage, I mean, deep here. Nonetheless, you you had that on your side too in your other but relationship. But not for you, <laughs> sweetie pie. I understand. We've both experienced the process, but it's hot to think about me sitting at the office and you sending me a text. This is what I'm doing, and the more I think about it, the more I wonder: Is it hotter? For you sending me the text of this is what I'm doing as, hey, FYI, this is the first time you're hearing about it and this is what I'm doing. Or should we set something up? Let's say, let's set this up and now this is what's happening. And I'm thinking in this scenario, I would want the spur of the moment. Hey, this came out of nowhere. This is going down and just getting that. But that won't throw up some sort of like trust issues for you at some Like I feel I like. I mean, it's going to depend who it yes, is. Yes, it's to be hot. Honest. But then all of a sudden. After the fact, it's like, oh, but she didn't tell me she was going to do. And then, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like that's uh slippery slope. Yeah. I'm not, again, for this, us. this goes back to what you just said. It doesn't have to be every time, a lot of the time. I'm just saying for it to happen once would be hot. We'll see where it goes after that if it needs to happen more than once. But <laughs> All right. Noted. All right. He mentions how he was responding to her sexy pictures with descending to the wrong number. Whoops. Uh, Have you ever done this? I have. Fortunately, it was a first in a string of texts that I sent the first one that was relatively mildly based. So you could recover. Could be covered with, here's what I meant, by the way. Oops, I mean, yeah. Let me clarify. Stupid autocorrect. (laughs) Versus a long drawn out, oh, I loved watching you get fucked this way. No, I have not had the, oh shit, how do I get out of this moment? Uh oh. <laughs> so, probably shouldn't even say this because I don't know if there's somebody who's listening who got an accidental. So, usually if I'm sending something pretty adult content only, mm-hmm. not safe for work type of thing, I'm very, you know, sure what number I'm sending it to. I'm double One of those checking. Double check at the top. Yes, Let's see. It's <sighs> click out, click back in, make sure I have, so, especially if I've been texting other people. Cause usually if I'm sending something sexy or like a nude or something like that, I'm very aware of who I'm sending that to. There have been times where I've accidentally purposely sent a sexy picture. There's some air quotes here. (laughs) 
Yes. So I will pretend as though it was an accident. Oops, I sent that to the wrong number. And then if something comes back to me, that's a way of feeling people out too. How's that work for you? Pretty well. Excellent. (laughs) I don't have any complaints. And the ones who didn't respond or or responded weirdly, then I just says, oh, sorry, didn't mean it. I mean, for me, like just being that fired up in the moment and as fired up as if you were to send me something of, hey, look what I'm doing. I guarantee you, I am looking at what I'm texting and send. Here's something else. Send. Oh, I can see that. Oh, shit. I didn't check the top. And I, yeah, that happens. I could totally see that happening. So Rock and Mandy were at the Love and Bondage Night at our club. And I love that our club does a Love and Bondage Night because it does introduce swingers to the kink world. And it truly is just an introduction. So, so Rock and Mandy talk about how they're just dabbling right now and how they're trying to figure out that, you know, what parts of the kink world really translate to the sexual side of their swinging world. And I agree. I think that there are parts that cross over that are really hot and sexy. And then there's parts that I just, me personally, I don't have an interest in because it is, it's a different type of release. It's not the sexual mm-hmm. release. It's something else that transcends that, that I don't know about. And I don't know that it's what I need. So I'm totally in his boat too, as far as the, where's the sexual aspect of it? Where is the pleasure, the sexual pleasure coming from it? So I totally vibe with what he's saying. I do too. There are sexy parts of the kink world or things that I see in the kink world that I find to be super hot and very sexy. And we just got done doing our interview with Bex and Boone, who they've really made that jump or they've enjoyed a lot of the kink part of the lifestyle, more so than any other couple we've met to date. We got to ask them all sorts of questions and talk to them about what that entailed. And after our interview with them, they actually brought with them some of their tools. Yes. Something I continued to say to Bex and Boone was, I'm not into pain. I'm not into pain. So I don't like the kink. Bex made it very, very clear. And the reason they brought their tools was that they wanted to prove to me that it wasn't pain. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about pain that made some of these things fun or enjoyable. It was just different sensations that they brought. So she brought the electric wand, which Mandy refers to in this episode about how she had gotten to try the electric wand with the dominatrix at our club. And I too also got to experience the electric wand with Bex. And while it is a different sensation, it was not painful. You know, they also had it on like the lowest setting, but (laughs) (laughs) because I'm sensitive, while it was not painful and it did produce a totally different sensation, I don't know if I link that sensation and sex or that sensation and being turned on together. Like my brain just doesn't link those two. See, for me, I was being turned on watching the attention you were getting. And was I. I enjoyed both Bex and Boone gave me tons of attention, lots of touching otherwise, not just with the wand. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was a huge turn on. So there was a matter of me trying to figure out what was hot and what was turning me on versus what was just a sensation I was feeling in my body that I was trying to figure out what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy. We got to play with that. And we also got to play with, I, we'll talk about that whole thing another Let's not time. Keep that all yeah. Away. yeah. I very much enjoy dabbling with new things, trying different things and seeing what I like and what I don't like. And it's okay to not like things. I think some people find that they enjoy it so much 
they're going to get one and take yes. it home yes. with them that day and <laughs> do it more in the bedroom. And other people were like, yeah, okay, <laughs> tried it. I'm good with it. But we're and moving that on. was the thing that night. Bex and Boone said, hey, do you guys want to borrow this to experiment with it? Yeah. And my response was, we have Tommy the ropes guy who will do our ropes work. We and now have, we have you guys that will do our <laughs> UV wand exploration. So exactly. There are people who understand it, how it works. And I don't think we're going to take the time in our own bedroom to do it, but it is fun exploring it outside in right. the swinger universe. They're not lying. The horse crop is no fucking joke. Have you tried it? I We actually have one hidden away at home Oh, because... Now, when used appropriately and just the soft little tip, if just dabbling with that little by little, Mm -hmm. no big deal. And it's kind of hot just having that little coming past you. It's when you use the crop part of it, that long stick that is all flexible and that can leave one hell of a welt. That's when shit gets real. Okay. (laughs) Imagine just the tip of one of the little layers of the flogger just going past you and it can be sexy you got to be ready for the pain if <laughs> if it happens just the wrong way so okay i've never had one i don't again have, i have no desire for right. it so i'm not searching it out but just the tip of that going f- 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 across your nipple or across your clit or just grazing a lip just there i like it for the from a distance teasing uh, versus the get moving bitch actual, uh, <laughs> the whap that comes afterwards so when iris gives birth in the next month <laughs> who are we all gonna fuck for a pregnant woman anymore i know <laughs> we have to find a new pregnant woman because <laughs> she swears this is her last one i don't know if i believe it but <laughs> but in all fairness i mean i want to fuck iris not pregnant also yeah, yeah. so <laughs> sign me up just to be clear <laughs> it's it's not that the pregnant thing is the draw yes <laughs> I actually very much look forward to you using your technique on the unpregnant iris as well. I love that even in their eight months or so of a journey, they have altered what they think they want, what they're looking for, and modified and been open to changing their guidelines, their desires, and talking with what they're good with, what they enjoy. Absolutely. And how necessary that is. Some people can veer so far from where they start, and some people just redefine a little bit here and there, and then kind of close in on something more Mm -hmm. specific and more exact. But no matter which way you slice it, as you're doing this, it's always such a journey, and it's always a learning process on what works, what doesn't work, and what you're looking for. And I think that even fluctuates like for you, you were always very much a hot wife type of couple where you sat back and you did not play and you always watched. And that was mostly the format you followed. It took me kind of feeling like, I don't know, I feel guilty about always getting to play with somebody else. And I pushed you Mm -hmm. to play more. And I said, no, I really want you to become more a part of this. I want to do more couple exchanges and I want to swap with people. And now going down that path with you, we're learning things all the time as well in in what we like in another couple and what we enjoy about other couples. So many changes along the way. And I think you just have to really be open to that when you get into the lifestyle and people always say, never say never, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll be honest. I am still slightly uncomfortable in the playing process because I don't know where my line of what you're okay seeing is. And I don't want to cross a line and have you go, oh shit, I didn't 
didn't like that. And then, okay, this is done. But again, typically it takes me experiencing it to know if it's something Mm -hmm. I really enjoy or I don't. I was surprised that sitting back and watching you could be as hot and sexy as it has been when I've had the chance. Is it something I'm going to always want to do? I don't think I could take myself out of the action and purposely sit and watch you. Mm -hmm. But yes, when given the opportunity, I'm very happy to watch and enjoy the sights. But would I have ever known that had I never been given that opportunity? Probably not. I would have never tried to because I would have always thought, no, that's not really my thing. It really is in the back of my mind. I'm worried if I'm enjoying something too much that it's going to bother you. And I know that's weird to say, but it has been something that's kept me from doing things before. Stop it. And I'm also in my head like, mm, if I get too hard here. I mean, I. And, and I fight it and I try to. I'll tell myself you're stupid, but it's a thought that's in my head. But honestly, I'm on the other side of that saying in my head, I want you to be something that's great for that other woman. So great that she comes to me at the end and like, you got a great guy there or he's fantastic. I can understand why you feel the need to share him. Uh, It's It's Oh, I hate my fucking head so much. It's it's not just your head, though. If I were a guy, I would be in the same boat. That would be my exact thoughts. I have to get hard for her or when she's in front of me, because if I don't, then she thinks that it's her. But then he's coming over. Oh, shit. That means he has noticed that I'm not getting hard. Now you're fighting with all of these problems and you're putting more and more pressure. And how can you even feel like you want to fuck? Because there's all these things in your head. So I think at some point you have to not put the pressure on yourself to get hard, but put the pressure on yourself to stay focused on the sexy. That's what I would have to do Mm -hmm. to myself. I know when I go dry, it's because it's always when my mind Mm -hmm. gets out of that scenario. Because as soon as I'm like, he's just pounding away and nothing is happening. I can't even feel him getting harder. Like, you know how you can sense when a guy's getting close. Like I know as soon as like, I'm feeling like they're not anywhere close, then I'm just tapping out and tapping out mentally. Mm -hmm. Like it's a mental thing. You mentioned you had been thinking about gangbang versus train and that you liked the train idea. We were doing that interview. I didn't want to interrupt them. I give you the floor, dear. What were you thinking? (laughs) Well, actually, I thought about this because I was listening to the sensational unicorn again. He said a gangbang and then she corrected him and said, well, I think it was more like a train. And that kind of just started my brain rolling on, oh, well, wait, I always grouped train and gangbang together. It's the same category, right? You and me both, yeah. Right. And then I started thinking about the difference between the two. That's where my biggest hesitation with a gangbang is thinking about all of the guys all at the same time, Mm -hmm. right? Where I only have so many hands. I only have so many holes. I don't feel that I would be able to keep up with a lot of guys all at the same time. However, the thought of more of a train where one of my favorite experiences was the night that I had two guys. However, I started with one and then you asked if you could let another one in. And I thought the hot part of that whole process was you manning the door, Mm -hmm. right? I felt super sexy thing was that you're opening the door, you're picking the next guy, you're kind of taking that control and saying, this is the next one for you, babe. While I could handle two at one time, I did didn't want to add a third one in because I didn't want to add more things for me to focus on. But having an actual another cock after somebody was done, once one guy's done and he sits out, then adding another one in. I could see that. I could see that happening. Okay. But then there's... (laughs) 
I don't know if I'm that turned on by the idea of everybody finishing on me, which I think you're kind of really... Could give two shits. That's not it for me at all. See, I thought a big part of the gangbang thing was everybody coming at the end. Like, no, all at I once. don't care. No, not. Nope. Oh, you're like, so now that you're into this train thing, my thing is... No, I'll, I'll be honest. That was... <laughs> The idea of trying to get five guys to come at once is impossible. It's never been on my mind as far as that's how this ends. Yeah. As far as that's how this ends is they are all spent and they can't handle anymore or you have come so many times or are so sore from the constant fucking that you're like, all right, that's enough. I'm tapping out. Either they're tapping out or you're tapping out is how I see this ending. I mean, maybe I'm crazy in the way I'm picturing it happen, but I feel like a train would be easier in the sense that I'm chipping away at the checklist versus mm-hmm. doing the entire checklist all at once. Well, just Does just that, so you're aware and sense? knowing the guys that I've watched fuck you and knowing how good it is to fuck you. There's a pretty solid chance that after one finishes and sits back and watches you continue down the train, that they're running on to be the caboose. And <laughs> how long this train is, is not based on the number of guys that are there. It's how many times that they can blow the whistle, if you will. Again. <laughs> the whistle. Terrible. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Really coming out of our comfort zone here with talking. Yeah, I'm not the talker. The relationship. I liked it better when you turned a little more, but that's fine. (laughs) Easy fix. Don't feed his... (laughs) I have a problem. I admit it. <laughs> Not right. <laughs> I have the same problem. <laughs>